Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according According to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Yesterday, huge news through, and this will affect a lot of people, and this will, you'll have a lot of opinions about this. Schoolboy Rugby in Auckland, 1A First 15 competition, which is as famous as any schoolboy competition, or stop saying schoolboy, school rugby competition or school sport competition around the world, really, has no long, will no longer be televised. So the principals met yesterday from the competing schools and they said that the unhealthy level of scrutiny and pressure on student-athletes is why they are taking the step to ban the televisation and broadcasting of it. Strong and necessary emphasis on the well-being of students at the time when secondary schools rugby players are being exposed to unhealthy levels of scrutiny in both traditional and social media, which I think is an interesting point. So these are your schools like Sacred Heart, Mount Albert, Dilworth, um, St Peter's, Kings, you know, the, the types. They will not be streamed on social media or Sky, Completely gonski, no longer. Pat Drum, the principal of Mount Albert Grammar, said, As educators, we have become increasingly wary of organisations and individuals seeking to treat secondary schools rugby as an extension of the professional game, which I would tend to agree with. They say that there is enough resource for these teams and professional outfits to see these players in the flesh to figure out who is going to be the next star, and this will not hinder or impact the player's um, ability to go on to be professional, but it will help them and it will um, safeguard their longevity and mental well-being, or in general well-being, while they are playing for their school. So my question for you, on double eight double three and 0800 150 811, because lots of you will have family, you probably played schoolboy rugby yourself, you'll have opinions. Um, I remember... But, you know, desperately wanting to get a televised game and never getting one, being in school. And it's important to remember the Super 8 and then also the Press Cup, I don't think it's called down there, is at the University of Canterbury Cup nowadays in Christchurch. That will be televised. So it is now just the Auckland schools that will be missing out. Where do you sit on this? Good idea? Bad idea? Articulate your thoughts to us on 0800 150 811. Izzy and Kempion, I know they've got some thoughts. We'll get theirs after this. Here with Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day.
27 minutes away from 6 o'clock. Uh, after 6 o'clock. See, I told you, I'm still out of whack. Uh, can't wait question of the day. No more schoolboy 1A Auckland rugby on TV. Double eight, mm. double three. where do you stand on this? Is it a good idea? Are we protecting the interests of the young people or is it disappointing and are we losing opportunity? The principals have voted and made the decision. The principals of the 1A schools voted and made the decision, Is he? I know you will have deep thoughts on this. I'm in support. Yeah, I, I fully am because I've been a huge advocate of, of kids when they go to school and, and they're enjoying sport. I think sport, when you're a talented kid, will take care of itself and, and the pressures that's put on these these young kids at a young age is amplified thousands of times with the way the world is at the moment with social media and, and TV coverage and and all of that. So I feel when when you're playing for your first 15, it is you know the, that's what you want to do. And when you're running out through that tunnel, you get you get gifted your your hat, you do your school, your passionate hucker, and then it's been televised. I just think it adds unnecessary pressure. Like I always say, if you if you're talented, you're gonna make it. You don't like you don't have to go to these big rugby schools or these big flash schools. Yes, they're probably gonna make it yeah, percentage-wise better. But if you're one of the really talented ones, you will get found and you will get selected. And when you're at school, just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Make the most of of school time. Um, you know, Apply yourself academically. Do the things because if sport is your um, avenue you're going to take, um, it'll, it'll work out and it'll eventuate in the end. So, look, I, I support them 100%. But I was reading um, Andrew Gordon. He made a bad, uh, valid point last night. A lot of these schools and a lot of these principals are the reason why it's the beast as it is today. You know, like a lot of them, you'd, you'd, you'd hear stories of them saying when they didn't get a game televised, they'd kick up a farce and then they'd all, you know, throw their hats and their toys because they ended, their team's not getting televised when they didn't have it. So a lot of these co- uh, principals have a lot to, to answer for, but I like the decision that's been made. Yeah, and, and ego plays a massive part in the decision. You know, like mm. um, I've had dealings with principals at high schools and around high school um, sport, and schools want the best players. Schools want the biggest profile. Principals want the biggest awards. And the, and you've got to be careful. Um, and I think I, I agree, and I, I don't want to say too much because I've written off the back fence about it. Um, I agree. I agree with the decision because what should happen is kids should go to the, see the thing that I the thing that I learned that I went to school to play rugby, uh, so I can talk about it firsthand. I played first fifteen. I, that's all basically at, at the end of my um, schooling career. The only reason I went to school was to play rugby, mate. Like yeah. I was about a comment last night. An ad come on TV, and he yeah, had all the all the science. So. You know, so, so you I, went to a school that played rugby, Kempi. So I went to a school that played rugby. That, and and the principal yep. and the principal was the principal of our school was actually um, Peter Gore. He ended up being the like the boss of the principals around New Zealand. And he's he worked out at um, Papatoi College up here in Auckland. So he's had a lot to do with the principals in rugby and school. I've talked to him about it a number of times. But man, I I didn't go to school to learn, and I'm kicking myself. I'm kicking myself that I didn't get education. Because I didn't know what I actually didn't know the journey of um, the educational journey and why you got educated and where that could lead to in a career. Um, thank God I could play football. That's all. I, that's all I say. But I'm a minority by a country mile. The percentages are See, so short the, of success. I was the other side. So my mum and dad were took. They they knew rugby and sport would take care of itself. So they sent me to a school to. 
well, developed me and, and helped me pursue life after after rugby. So I went to Lindisfarne College, a very academically um, you know, good school. They provided opportunities. And I, look, I'm like you, Kempi. I wish I applied myself more and, and and went there not just to eat my lunch, but you know, to to really nail down and and buckle down with the with the school criteria. But um, but that's what happened to me. I went to a school that we got smashed every week in rugby. You know, so we played rugby, but I just always knew that that will take care of itself. And I got recognised from that, playing for Lindisfarne College, getting pumped every week, and then obviously went on and, and had a career. So that's the kind of story. You don't have to go to these big rugby schools that have big academies that pump millions of dollars into their sports arenas. If you're very talented, you will get you will get found. It raises some interesting questions about what happens next with the other schools around the country, though. I hear what you guys are saying, but I also think that sometimes if you look at these 1A schools in particular, like if we put St Kent's and use Kings as an example, do you think that there's not going to be pressure on these kids to perform in first 15 rugby? It is like the World Cup to them. The amount of resource that gets pumped in and the amount of pressure that gets put on these kids just because it's not on TV. Yeah, but TV amplifies it, it by might, about it, 20, you know, 20 it, times. Well, so. it, might, it might, but I'm just wondering, I'm a little bit sceptical about how much so. I guess that's my take. So you don't agree with it? Uh, I don't not not necessarily don't agree with it. I just want to see it play out. I mean, I don't think it's a clear cut, obvious decision. I don't know whether it's going to be worth it in the long run. No, the, the kids these days they're not resilient enough. They're not. They're not us. I'm telling you right now. I I talk to young blokes these days, and you put that added added pressure on them, they crumble. They absolutely crumble. It is it is such an expectation that. Look at the fir- mental health problems we have. 100%. Putting first 15 in front of everything else is not setting up. The, if I was a parent, it's not setting my kid up for the best, um, the, not setting them up for the future. You know, there'd be so many. And the problem that you've got is no one talks about the percentages of success. For every first 15 player, mm. every other kid underneath them that wants to be a first 15 player is failing to get to that spot. Now, the, the, the drop-down effect... Um, that this has on other kids would be immense. Just not making the first fifteen, and especially being on television and getting a haircut, and and being all scucks for the for all the other kids that are watching it. You know what I mean? Like the mental part of it. I, yeah. Look, I I get it. I just just think that alone would be such a big area to, to talk about. 27 minutes away from 7. Here's Adol Hath the news for Kubota. Together with shaping and building New Zealand. We'll get your feedback on this as we move throughout the morning, lads. Essentially, the Phillies and Philadelphia, they've got the best fans. Or the worst fans, depending who you ask. <laughs> this is the sort of level of their fandom. For you, what does this moment mean? This is probably the greatest moment of my life. I have children, they were born, but they kind of disappointed me. And I don't think the Phillies are going to disappoint me this year. I think we're going to the World Series. <laughs> now, this was a number of weeks ago. Another number of series ago, before the Phillies were in the World Series, and the Philly captain is on the line with us now. You're going to the World Series. Oh, the big wind up. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, boys, can you hear me? Boys, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Let's go. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> we're good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm talking to Izzy and Kempi. I can't be any better. Two real men who play a real man sport. Love me. 
<laughs> Let's go. Mate, what were the celebrations like after beating the Padres, mate? You must be fizzing. Listen, to me, it's when well, it's still Wednesday in America. You guys are right. You guys are a day ahead. Um I I'm still Come back. Come back. Please come back the game. Please come back. Please come back. I love that. That twang. I know. Come on. It's a, yeah, oh. I got a picture. I, oh. I got a picture of me sitting in one of those little, you know, those long um, bunkers, those burger bar bunkers. He's sitting there. Oh. He's sitting there with a burger, chomping through it, talking to us, eating his pretzel. Well, how about this? What's up, boys? <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Hey, talk to us. Talk to us. Come on. I'm sorry. This yeah. this, this this phone line is very uh, hard. Listen, all right. So, what are we talking about? Pretzels? <laughs> yes, yes. Talk to us about pretzels. Pretzels are pretty much just bread, and then they put salt on top of it. That's all it is. <laughs> Mate, where does Bryce Harper's home run to punch the Phillies ticket to the World Series set for you in the ranks of Philadelphia sporting moments? It's the greatest moment of my life. Um, it's... It's better. It's better than the birth of my children. I saw that you played that clip. Um, it's and now. It, it, uh, you ever have a moment where you just get your whole body has goosebumps, where you get chills up and down your spine? Uh, that yeah. that I had that euphoric. Is that a good word? Euphoric moment as yeah. Bryce Harper yeah. hit that home run. Hey, the Philly wow. captain. We believe you. Talk us through this one. Alex Rodriguez, you stink, and I don't like you. Big Poppy, I like yeah. you, though. <laughs> so I, I have, I'm a, uh, a YouTuber. I make videos on YouTube, and uh, what I do is I attack celebrities, <laughs> and I tell them, I tell them they stink, and I don't like them. Uh, it's, 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 it's a fun thing to do. And I usually attack people who are universally universally hate it. So it's um, it's always good. Everybody hates Alex Rodriguez, just like everybody hates the Houston Astros. <laughs> oh, so true. How much do you hate them? Tell us. Oh, oh let me tell you about Texas. First off, Texas <laughs> thinks they're their own state. It's a garbage state. They talk funny. <laughs> They wear dumb hats and they wear ugly boots. Um, Their baseball team are known cheaters. They bang on trash cans and they, you know, they, everybody in the country. And I'm sure you guys in New Zealand, everybody in New Zealand is rooting for the Phillies because the Houston Astro are garbage, just like the trash cans they use to cheat. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> what do, do you expect? What do you expect from the Phillies fans? Are they going to? Are they out? Is there a competition between them and the Astro fans? I watch. No competition whatsoever. <laughs> you can't compete with the best fans in the world. Uh, this is what we're going to do. Philadelphia fans have a bad reputation. You know why we do have a bad reputation? Because we're horrible people, especially when you're playing against our team. You cannot beat a team in Philadelphia right now. We will mentally torture you if you play against our Philadelphia Phillies. What's your signature move? Uh, just mental disintegration. My, oh, 
Okay, there was a man who got pulled over. He was in the Atlanta Braves. He got arrested for driving under the influence of alcohol. Everybody in the stadium, when he came up to bat, 45,000 people chanted, D-U-Y, D-U-Y. <laughs> I, I kid you not. I was in a row. I looked over in my row. There was a 65-year-old woman. D-U-Y. We're a special breed. We're a special breed of people, and we hate anyone who plays against our team. The Philly captain, we will have you back on if you'll come oh. back on during the series, mate. Every time the Phillies get a win, we are now. New Zealand is now officially a Philly. We're a subsidiary of Philadelphia. Go on the Phillies. Go on the Phillies. Go listen, on the so listen, I expect, I, I expect to talk to you guys four more times in the next four days because you know what? The Phillies are sweeping the World Series. Get out those brooms and move out those trash cans. Let's go, Phillies. <laughs> Let's go, Phillies. That's the Philly captain on SCNZ. It was awesome day out. But no, didn't have to do the 100-meter sprint because I've got knees like our next guest. No good. Yesterday, the Super <laughs> Rugby squads for next year were named with some exciting new talent signed on to showcase their ability at the next level. The Crusaders in particular managed to secure a couple of very promising names, including Taha Kimara from Waikato, Maka Springer from Tasman, and Canterbury hooker George Bell, who will get a full season in the Crusaders pack. Beaming in from the United States of America to discuss his squad for the year is Scotty Robinson. Razor, how you doing, old mate? Yeah, good. Great intro, mate. And I have got a new knee, you know that. So I'm four <laughs> months in, and I'm, mate, I'm primed. Um, I've yep. been sipping the beautiful shores here over here, and, and oh, it's a, Southern California is a beautiful place, man. Oh, beautiful! I can just imagine you wandering down that that long beach and just <laughs> stopping off and doing some chin ups, my mate, and and going to Muscle Beach. <laughs> hey, what what what's the whole trip for, right? What are you up to? Uh, I'm doing a, a professional development trip, which you get a part of um, your job when you sign with NJRU, uh, and then yeah. It's because it's been so three years. It's been a long time since I've had the opportunity for, for obvious reasons. So this one's quite a big one. There's about 10 of us on this um, tour. Um, there's four, um, three from uh, Australian swimming, swimming Australia, Olympic coaches. Um, there's four guys from the Fremantle Doctors, the AFL club. There's myself and another guy that's lead, um, leading it. But it's a it, full-on days. You know, they're 8 till 4, 8 till 5, uh, and you get all these different speakers in. Um, had neighbor seals yesterday. Went on about leadership today. We're, uh, it's about care, um, care for yourself and care for others. Uh, and then next couple of days we're on tour down to um, Dallas, Dallas Cowboys, San Antonio Spurs, uh, Texas Rangers, and then up to Apple and the Blue Around and Google and stuff. And just look how they run their leadership program. So, mate, it's comprehensive. It's it's awesome. awesome. It's a great chance for for me to reflect on myself, how I can get better, and then help the team. Yeah, great study tour, um, Scotty. They're getting out there and about and checking out of the sports scene, how they're doing the professionalism, especially in those clubs you pick up plenty. Mate, while you're doing that, how um, happy are you with the squad that you've assembled? Yeah. Well, firstly, I would like the Cowboys' budget. but um, And secondly, <laughs> <laughs> um, in saying that, you know, like because it's a four-year floating salary cap, that's how Super runs, and... You sort yeah. of go in cycles, and this is probably the end of the cycle with, with um, you know, the World Cup year. So it's the last one. We're, we're going great. Um, Angus Gardner's an incredible general manager. 
of rugby and he's done a great job and you know built some great relationships with some young men that are chosen to come down you know Taha Kimura you know who's mm. got a great connection with Noah and Hotham at a boys high um, he's a year young so we, we went at him um, about a year ago and um, built a great relationship so we're pleased he's come down and obviously Mecca Springer who's a, he's a great athlete had an awesome NPC um, you know look what you sort of replaces that George Bridge left foot left wing left foot um, and George Bell, who's just can play, you know, he's obviously got a little, little bit of a niggling injury at the moment, but, um, you know, they're all future. They're all, all you know, we when we signed them, we signed them for 10 year Crusaders. 100 gamers get up in our wall like you, Daggy. And um, it's, a, it's um, that's your mindset you've got to have who's going to be a long term Crusader in an All Black. What what about the inclusion of Milani Nanai? Like that came out of nowhere. Was that a inclusion because of the struggles that Will Jordan's having with his, obviously with his concussions and the things going on? Or was that always part of the plan? Oh, mate, nothing to do with that at all. It was mm. we wanted a balance. We wanted someone who's a really good pro, um, been overseas uh, and, and coming back. You know, he's really in good condition. Even he's he's done an ACL, but. All the medical stuff's fine, but we wanted to be ready round one and, and a good and a good pro that can help and, and teach us something as well. You know, everyone that's come from overseas, either a player or a coach, has added to our group immensely. Um, and he's still hungry. You know, he's still got a lot in him. He can play fullback, wing, uh, and and he'll, and he'll train, made at a real high level as you, as, as you have to. Um, so he's a great acquisition. Mate, it's been a crazy old time for you, Ray, in last couple of months. So quickly, how are you doing? And, and how do you stay hungry for success? You know, you've been in the job, you're chasing seven titles, mate, and it's a phenomenal record. So what are you doing to stay hungry? Well, this trip is one of it. Um, but also just yeah. probably, oh, you know, myself, um, well, I, I look, I, I've got a you look like for me to serve the team, you know, like I, I really want to make sure that I, I come in next year and be on. Like, that's my year. This is it. How are we going to be better as a group from on the field to off the field? The whole organisation, you know, all our families and our partners to um, all, you know, all the ones that care about us from our sponsors to, to our fans and, and the whole support group, um, something I pride myself on. So I really want to make sure I do that. Look, there's a bit of legacy stuff I'm doing. So when I've left, mm. you know, people know that, oh, you know, I left, I've, I've left my opportunity because I played for a team now I get to coach. It's special. It's a really special thing for me. Um, you know, I've been coming to Rugby Park for 23 years, 24 years next year, I think it works out um, in my <laughs> life. So it's a big part. It's a long time, isn't it, from the old Sumner? But it's... Uh, <laughs> It, 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 it's a part of me. It's a part of who I am, and I just want to be that last year. I want to just be as good, you know, best version I can be um, for the Crusaders and, and enjoy it. Hey, Razor, I've enjoyed watching your journey over the over the last 12 months since I've been in SENZ, um, and you've been really good at managing people. You know, like, how confident are you that you've now got a new bunch of uh, staff and, and auxiliary around you going into the next year's Super? that they can perform to that standard that you're after? I mean, I'm actually, you get quite surprised, Kempe, like, the, you get people that come in like, that, and you think, okay, first year into the Crusaders, um, you know, you've got, I think, 14 All Blacks, you've got 
you know, expectation that you, you, you won't win championships and you think, hope they're going to be all right, but they just flourish. You know, they're good mm. men. The, the guys that come in, you, you set up a structure so they can be themselves. They bring heaps of energy. Um, they build relationships with the players. And then all of a sudden, mate, they bring a little bit of something different. And, and that's because we, we, we've got everything, you know, from a, a structural point of view, but their individual skill sets just that they add. So that's the exciting part. Um, and you like all the all the stuff. We, we, we have a, like a theme for the off-season around how, how people are going to go and step up themselves and what are they going to bring next year that's new. So they consciously have to go out and find a way for themselves to be better. And if it's in the medical group or the S&C and what's new, what's the new trends. Our game changes quite quickly because the rules change quickly. You know, the new generation of players need to be coached differently. Um, you know, we've got four or five different generations in our in our group that um, have to mix together. So how do we blend that? There's lots of things, you know, it's by design mm. too. It's not some of the stuff you <laughs> you make up. <laughs> but there's part of, le- there's part of leadership, you know. <laughs> people, people show a good degree in MSU, which is making shit up. But, you know, I did come out of Lincoln with a certificate that didn't say that. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it, love it, Razor. Hey, hey, quickly, you spoke about self-reflection. So when you go on these tours and surround yourself with other strong-minded people and great leaders with their own credentials, does it give you confidence in your own ability and reinforce that you are a world-class coach? It, it does. Yeah, it, it does, actually. Yeah. You know, and I'm trying to be humble, but, the, you know, you get a lot of asked questions. How do you do it again? How do you repeat? But what do you this, you know? What, you, what, what do you do with your talent ID? How do you how do you motivate your people actually? And so they they start asking you and explaining, oh wow, that's good, man. I don't know how you do that, you know. And that's good. I'm going yeah. to use that. So it's good. It, but it probably reinforces what you're doing is is you know not just a standard that you, you're leading the way in a, in some areas, but I'm also quizzing myself like, well, how can I can be better? And that's the it's the art of it as a coach. Mm. But it does. It, it just confirms them, and it's it. Um, Perhaps it does reflect and think, you know, you're going all right. Hey, Razor, just a, a quick one for me. Like, you've been on all these study tours. You've, you've mixed with some great coaches, you know, Ballyake at Melbourne and the likes. What's the one thing – I remember Marty Schottenheimer giving me some information about how you handle the media. What's the one thing that you can add to your, to your book of leadership that you've picked up on these study tours that you really think will help you? Deep. I like it. Uh, I like it. I think, I think, and I'm just thinking here when saying the word think <laughs> is <laughs> that um, uh, it's important. Uh, important, like you know yourself and how you work, and how what you actually stand for, like what your values are, but what your virtues are. Like actually, once you get that right, everything else falls out from it. And, you know, you still have the trust and the integrity and all those sorts of things. But you get those right, those core things, but you have to go back. You have to find in, in something during the day or even part of the off-season and go back to what works for you, what you know you're going to stand on, and then you can move forward. It's a pretty simple thing, but sometimes you can get lost. You know, there's so many, so many different angles you can go, but if you can get yourself and that part right, it goes, it goes a long way. We just had Ron Adams talk to us, who um, the Golden State Warriors mentor for Steve Kerr, and like he just talked about Steve Kerr, and 
you know, he's obviously a really big advocate here in the States around the gun laws and stuff because his father was um, killed with a gun, you know, and, 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 and just, we just saw how, you, you know, as a leader and a coach, you know, he, he's really, really outspoken and it means a lot to him. And it was a really big moment around. He, it, it, this is, like, we're, we're role models, but mm. this is way outside of coaching and, and how it perceived and how emotional and how it meant much to him. Like, what would you guys do? If they pose that question to you, what would you say? What would the media, how would you react to that? And so putting yourself in that position, because you get asked now and again about things, is you've got to be ready for all of it. You're, you've got to be culturally aware of everything that's going on because people see and want a, a, an opinion from you. Um, but if you go back to know what you stand for, it helps. Yeah. Great. Love great it. Answer. Love it. Passionate and deep as always from you, Scotty Razor Ray. Quickly, mate, I'm going to ask it because I know everyone wants to know. What's yeah. the plan going forward, mate? <laughs> the plan going forward is I'm going to go and have lunch with Don Tricker. <laughs> nice. Is that what you're talking about? Lunch or say hi, say hi to Don from me. Yeah, yeah Don's I'll, an I'll absolute on, champion. Yeah. Now, look, look. Obviously, you got yeah. You, you're going to go back to the Crusaders. Everyone wants to know, like, where where are you at? Have you thought that far ahead, or are you just just staying in the moment, staying in well, there? Well, look, mate. I've spent the last 15 years coaching to get ready to be the head coach for the All Blacks. You know, that's really clear. Now the decisions. For them, you know, they know that I'm yep. here. Um, they know that I'd love to do the job. Um, you know, look, I think, yeah, and, and, you know, I'm ready. So, yeah, you know, this is them, and um, I wait for the process. Yep. But, you know, look, I want to coach international footy. So, next few yep. months, of, there's a few decisions um, for nice. a lot of people. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Cool. Love it. Love it, Razor. Thank you so much for joining us, mate. I know you're a busy man. Uh, we'll let you go and rip into some lunch. Say good day to Don Frost. He's a champ. And uh, appreciate your time, brother. Thanks so much. Okay. Cheers, guys. Kia ora. Thanks, everyone. There that, you go. It was great. I try to try to get the little bit of the gravy at the end there. <laughs> they know I'm here. They know I won't yeah. do the job. I'm ready. And I'm ready. I'm ready. And, like, that's – he's not – there's no BS there. Like, he doesn't know. It's not for him. The decision's not for him anymore. Well, I think it, I think when he says I'm ready, I think he's he's talking to everyone around the world. He's ready. You and he's honest I mean? about last time he, he applied for a day. He wasn't – he probably wasn't ready. He learned a lot about himself. He's 100% ready. Yeah, and you think a, about a guy a that's got to innovate and invigorate players every single year to stay on top of the game, and he does it. And that's because of the work he's doing – Outside of the field, off the field, in the back room to re-inspire these 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 players to come in. When you're playing 13 Test matches and you're playing 14 Super Rugby games and you're having a crack here and there to keep them inspired every single day, that's what his difference is, and I love it. You know what I love the most about that is just how conscientious he is. Like that's my All Blacks coach. If you like, that's that's one of the world. That's a world class leader. Just. And he can have a talk- conversation. Like that, that was really cool. Well, like, it was just a, about a, understanding. a conversation. Yeah, and what's going on around him, how cerebral he is. Mm. You know, you have to be aware of social issues. You have to be aware mm. of this and that. But to do that, you have to have your own values and know where your own – like you know what your own virtue is, know what your own value is. So then when you're asked about things, and you do need to have to relate to so many different people and walks of life, you always have a grounding and somewhere you can come back to. Like being able to articulate that, I just love it. I just He blows me away every time. Yeah, I'm, I'm so biased. It's not funny. No, but, it, nah, but, but you're right. Someone's gone through. Yeah, he was great. Seriously. 
I uh, I don't know where they go other than to raise the next. Seriously. I'd love to see you two sitting down, having a quiet one, and you just really getting <laughs> deep into that mind, Kimpy. I love it. <laughs> I spoke to him about it. He's like, man, Kimpy, he loves it deep. Deep question. I said, yeah. And he goes, I love it. Love it. <laughs> it's so I'd good. Love, love I'd it, love Kimpy. to have a coffee with him. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> I find him really intriguing because there's sort of some of the things like – you know, I, what I would say to him about the moral compass that he was talking about is you've got to be really careful with the moral compass because you can get really hurt, you know. So you, it's it's great to have those values, but you also have the resilience around the, the people that want to hurt you in that, in that, um, in that domain. And, and I've seen mm. so many people get hurt in that domain. So my, I love that he's doing so much off the pitch to prepare himself. Like that answer, that answer you've got to be prepared for everything. You know, you've got to be culturally aware of what's going on. He's talking about, I've got five generations of players that I've got to mingle and match and put together and, and build a seventh championship. Like, he is so aware of his surroundings. It's fantastic. Yeah, completely agree, Kempe. Great interview, boys. Thank you for sending some messages through. Scott says, uh, look, I'd love to work for him. What a, what a awesome guy. Um, the great man, Razor, giving away some of his minus and mentality to become majors. Well, fair for the family, not in the playing group, people wonder why the why guys get up for this man. He's world class, absolutely world class. I completely agree, and uh, I think it's so cool that he knows he's world class. And getting people asking him, how do you repeat? Like, imagine being the Crusaders head coach who's just won six trophies in a row going to these – like, that is world class. People will be like, are you, are you for real? Like, is this semi-pro sport? Is this – like, are you, yeah. like are, are you sure? Yeah. So, Bell- yeah. so Bell- Bellamy does that every year. He does exactly the same mm. thing. At the end of the season, he's off. He heads over to mm. wherever, Barcelona, yeah, the United right. States, whatever. He wants to know the, the current trends of, of, of and how the best work. And and look at the success he has. You know what I mean? So just because well, him and Frank s- Panisi come over. And, sorry, Kimpy. Him and Frank Panisi come over to the States and had a week with us in, in the ABs. They were awesome. Mm. So you, you, you're dead right. Yeah, and it's just like you know, just because you've won six championships doesn't mean you, it's an expectation. Like you got to mm. work, eh? I like, and that's what I like about Razor. He doesn't, he, mate. He's a, what? What do he say? Ten people. He's leading. They're going to you know eight from eight to five. Like that's work, mate. He's going to work. He's loving it. We're going to take you behind the curtain into SENZ. Open up the curtain, draw back the curtains, and let you come inside the vehicle with us. Last week, Kempi, remember we were talking about sausages? <laughs> yep. Well, we had a um. A sausage company called Big Bangers <laughs> reach out to the station over the week and want to pay for some advertising. They wanted us to do some live reads promoting Big Bangers sausages. So here we are. Well, here Kimpy was before the show recording their live reads. That one nice. will sound, that will sound yeah. right when it's done. Yeah. Nice, boys. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do the sausage one next? Okay. Aye. I'll do VO. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do second line. Yeah. Big bangers, sausages have a mouthwatering meat meal deal all November long to bar up your Barbie. Big bangers are known for their authentic and thick. Brand of sausages that will fill you and your summer guests right up. Whether you want beef, pork, 
like the sausages. Whether you want beef, pork, <laughs> whether you want beef, pork, lamb, or our world famous cheese extreme, Big Bangers is your one stop shop for sauce or something. For, for sauce. They don't want me to say sauce. Do they don't want to say sausage or not? <laughs> Like it's sauce. It's sauce, Kippy. Like, like, sauce. like sausage, like it's, sauce. It's sauce. Oh, One self shop for sauce. Here we go. Here we go. Whether you want. <laughs> I can hear you breathing, mate. I'll turn it easy off. I'll turn no, it no. off. No, It's all right. Here we go. Here we go. Whether you want beef, pork, lamb, or our world-famous cheese extreme, Big Bangers is your one-stop shop for sauce this summer. <laughs> Visit bigbangers.co.nz for more meat formation. Big bangers, big snags for big boys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you gotta play that one. Right? I, I, I can... Kippy! Oh. You can't laugh, Kippy! Yeah, yeah, it's but... a sausage! Boys, I might have to get you guys to redo that. Here we go, here we go, here we go. No laughing, okay? Let's try and get it out. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Big bangers sausages. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> No, I'm not going to be able to do it, mate. <laughs> Sausages. <laughs> okay, I'll stop laughing. Here we go. Sorry. Here we go, <sighs> mate. Here we go. Here we go. Big bangers, sausages have a mouth-watering. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give the sausages one a little bit of a break. Hey, let's go. Let's go to Signal Life one. Hey, James. This can't be real. I know. There are some things you just can't do with Signal Life one insurance. Hold on, Kippy. <laughs> like predict who will make it to the cricket final. Thick. Yeah, f*** me. Who puts that in there? <laughs> it's not there. Cheese extreme, mate. Someone's taking the piss. <laughs> Gimpy, I'm trying to read it because you can't did, stop laughing, mate. Gimpy, they did mis- uh, mention to me yesterday the sales team that uh, the sausage people heard us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, must they heard the sausage. sausage. Oh, is that, why, is that why we're doing the sausage? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the they, yeah, they heard our chat and they th- that thought it was funny, yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, well, you should play that first one we did then. <laughs> I'm choking you on sausages. Kippy, oh, you are the man, bro. You made me crack up every single day. It's a sausage, Kimpy. Oh, Get that headache. sauce out of your head. I know, mate. I just, I could I actually thought, I was reading it this morning and I thought, actually. I didn't really take any notice of how it was written, and then I saw the big headlines, the thick and the cheese and all that, and I just thought, nah, someone's winding me up here. This is a setup. One one stop sauce stop for sauce for sauce. Oh god, oh, that was so good, Kippy. You're fun. an absolute champion. It was funny. Uh, 
Look, we, we got a little um, gag from, and I said it to Louis, and I was like, Louis, we have to whip something up regarding sausages to get, you know, to do a live read. It was just so good, and you played your part. I loved it. Oh, I wasn't scared <laughs> Oh, too good. Too good, boys. Yeah. <laughs> we, were like, we were like, what would we do it on? And it's like... Oh, sausages. <laughs> After last week's chat, there's no way he'll be able to hold it together. To bar up your Barbie. Like, how did you read that and think that that's what they want? <laughs> bar up your Barbie. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.